Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are Welcome as well. Back, Huge show in store for you tonight as we will be doing the LSU postgame show. I got to say this right off the top. Um, I absolutely despise and hate anytime LSU loses uh, to Alabama. Like, I absolutely just hate it. It drives me absolutely insane, especially when you have a game in hand and you could win the game, but yet you get in foul trouble, you get in, you do Rudy Poo things across the board, you can't get your offense moving, you need three threes from uh, Eric Gaines to get, back within, to get back in the game, you have no offensive identity, all of that does not mount up to losing to the University of Alabama in any form or fashion, especially that Rudy Pooh spiked hair, porcupine-looking head coach that Alabama has in Nate Oates. The man looks like a damn porcupine. If you want to do something spiky, identify yourself as a porcupine. I cannot stand Alabama and Nate Oates. Well... I've got that out of the way. God, do I hate it. We'll talk on some LSU basketball. Will Wade's going to have to figure it out. I know that they have injuries. I understand it. 
and it's tough to overcome. Officiating was horrific. You got to overcome that. Hey, you don't want to lose by two. Don't get a technical foul on something that maybe you should. I get it was goaltending. You're going to be in a close game. Those points come back to haunt you. Anyway, anyway. All right. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But a lot of football talk as well. As LSU defensive end, Ali Gay is going to return, something that we've obviously been talking about over the last four days and the last four shows about Ali Gay possibly and now officially returning to LSU. We will talk on his impact and really the impact of what Brian Kelly is building and what LSU maybe realistically can look defensively. Do they have some depleted numbers at some positions? Yes, but I do not think they're as bad as some maybe anticipates, but they're not as good as some people anticipate, too. We will talk about the LSU football team and this defense as they have a lot of people returning. Uh, Brian Kelly is in a recruiting battle. I'm going to break some news uh, here tonight um, with maybe some specific recruits. Some of this, I think LSU, you know, L- I'm not saying LSU's not recruiting or anything like that. Um, I, I don't even know if I, you would call it breaking news. Um, maybe just some sourcing. That's how about that sourcing? Maybe some sourcing going on with Brian Kelly and recruiting, and some things that I feel like is turning the opposite way for LSU on some high school local recruits, and maybe some others. We'll touch on that. Can LSU rebound? Yes, I do believe that they can. We'll talk on that. Uh, Rafino's rants continues. If you missed last night's episode, after tonight, I highly recommend you. Go watch last night last night's Rafino's rants as the LSU local media did identify Ed Orgeron's case, uh, a Title IX legal lawsuit being dropped, but they never talked or apologized or redacted any story about Ed Orgeron because they're hypocritical pieces of garbage and don't realize that they should have done it, and they didn't. So we do have a lot to get into, and if we have time at the end, uh, we'll get into some LSU baseball uh, as well. Let's get to a couple comments before we get started. Uh, Brian Williams says, the refs are Rudy Poo. Lonnie Young Jr. says they lost by three. Blake, well, you have two technical fouls, and then they went back to the free throw line. Lonnie, they had three. Then they got the ball back. Lonnie, that was a five-point swing. You lost by three, two, three. doesn't matter. I cannot stand losing to the University of Alabama. Cannot stand it. I would rather lose to Vanderbilt. Chili says on YouTube, Blake, I don't agree with you on this one. The last three games, the calls have been against LSU. I never said that they weren't against – wait, when did I ever say that the calls weren't against against LSU? When did I ever say that? But your offense has stopped. Guys, you couldn't get an offensive basket for six minutes. That's not on officiating. Six minutes? It's no. No, no, no. And I never said the officiate wasn't bad. Please go check Twitter of me ripping the dog crap out of the SEC officiating. Look, if they're going to take shit out on Will Wade, take shit out on Will Wade. Don't let it hit the court. For multiple seasons, don't let it hit the court. Because Tari Eason has absolutely nothing to do with what Will Wade's investigated by or on. Yes, I'm a little spicy. I'm pissed off. I'm absolutely pissed off. 
Uh, Tracy Poole says, you're right, Blake. And Curtis says, early bracketology has us as a two seed. Not now. Not now. Guys, you're you're fifth, tied for fifth in the West. Or fifth in the SEC, excuse me. You're three and three. You're not beating Alabama. You're not a, you're not a, a two. All right. All right. I'm going to calm down. Uh, and C. King, formerly known as Alejandro Escobar, says not to mention Alabama swept us last year. Yes, LSU is 0-5 against Alabama in their last five matchups. 0-5. 0-5. All right, let's get started. we got to pay some bills around this thing. I got some news. We'll, we'll start off. We'll talk some basketball very quickly, and then we got a lot of football stuff i got to get to you. Uh, as well everybody on Facebook do us a favor by hitting the like and share if you're listening to us on Facebook there's about 250 260 of you in there live right now do us a favor by hitting that like button and share to your social media pages share to some Facebook groups on Twitter I just mentioned C King he runs the Talking Tigers uh, uh, Facebook page go share it in there go join the group it's always a lot of great debate in there there's a lot of great LSU groups on Facebook. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell. We are still doing the $200 uh, gift card giveaway on YouTube. If you subscribe, the three uh, guys, $300 is a lot of money. We are about about 200 subscribers away from hitting that $3,000 mark for us to give the $300 uh, uh, cash or gift card away. So go subscribe. Do it now. Stop what you're doing. Don't leave. Go subscribe later. But if you're on YouTube right now, go subscribe. If you're listening to us on an audio podcast platform, uh, hit that subscribe button as well. All right, let's pay some bills. Stay tuned. We'll be here. None better than our good friends over at GM Varndon Sons and betonline.ag. Guys, with 64 years of experience, nobody's better equipped to servicing your vehicle than GM Varndon Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. And our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, I've been telling you about BetOnline. we got a lot of big playoff games this weekend. I'm really leaning on taking the Bengals plus the three and a half. Might buy the extra half point and go uh, the Bengals minus four against the Titans. But the place that I'm going to be betting that on is betonline.ag. Use the Believe 50 AYS podcast tab. That way you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, man. Let's get this thing rolling. Uh, our lanky lender, Brandon Hollingsworth, says, Tigers showed a ton of fight tonight. I agree with that. Without Pinson and Days, most of the game. Miracle that we only lost by three. I agree with that, too. He says, this team will be fine if we can get those two back healthy. I agree. I, I, I agree with that. I do not like, though, Brandon, the offensive philosophy at times that will wait. I, it's, it feels to me that there's too many isolations. Uh, I don't really know what to put my thumb on it. Maybe – um, maybe for me, I guess you could say there's not a lot of ball, enough ball movement. You know, like Alabama was running sets offensively. They were absolutely fantastic. And I just see more isolation ball from Will Wade and company. I, they'll be fine when they get Xavier Pinson back, Darius Days. Hopefully he's all right and he can come back. Um, but look, let's call it, I, I, I got to say this too. 
but Efton Reed's going to have to start getting big. And I, I, not only literally, I mean figuratively. Guys, he is not playing up to his potential. He's just not. So, with all of that being said, you have a five-star center that's playing like a two-star center right now. It's not a shot at the kid. He's not playing well at all. Constantly in foul trouble, can't get rebounds, can't get get the boards, can't eventually or, or occasionally get some offensive rebounds, can't get points up, can't score in the paint. What else? What else do you want me to say? Occasionally can stroke from three, sure, but I don't really care about that right now. I I, I don't care about that at all. Uh, Ed Reeder on YouTube sends us $5 via Super Chat. Thank you, Ed. He says, a ref NIL donation. I I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Uh, Rick says, LSU men's basketball has no offensive identity. Big missing pieces. Uh, Some people keep saying there's lag. There's not any on my side. Um, So, if you have lag, let me know. Uh, But I have no lag on my side whatsoever. Last night we did... We were eclipsing over 1,200 people watching us across all three platforms. Sometimes when you get over that 1,000 number, uh, things start getting a little glitchy around this thing. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, Skipper says, you're not a Yankee. It's y'all, not you guys. Excuse me for pronouncing the correct vernacular, Skipper. Ant Marshall says, hashtag Ask Blake, I mentioned Burton when Hankton was first hired. Any chance that we get him? Um, we can go there. We can start getting to some uh, some football talk very quickly because uh, Blake Schilling says Danny Lewis wasn't even on Alabama's board until LSU offered. That's not true. Uh, let me say this. I'll, I'll give you some sourcing very quickly. Um, and, and look, I, I've told you that we're gonna, we'll start to get more into some LSU recruiting a lot of people want to talk about it. That's fine. I'll use my resources and the things that we have at AYS to start talking about some recruiting. So let, let we can do that right now. Brian Kelly and staff is in a is in a dogfight for some of these players, high school players, especially inside the state of Louisiana. Um, the way that I understand it, and I told someone on LSU staff today, like today, I told someone on LSU staff. You better start getting in. You better start getting with it on some of these guys. Let me tell you this: I've been, I, I have been on Corey Raymond, L, former LSU DB coach Corey Raymond, and recruiting in the state of Louisiana and not pulling people out. I've also been on Billy Napier. Uh, let me say this: Billy Napier and Corey Raymond are going to do everything humanly possible to get a a high school recruit out of the state of Louisiana, a, a high profile one whether it be Jacoby Matthews, Trevante Citizen. I know that they got ATN to commit, whoever it is, whoever they think that they can come and get that would be a big enough splash, they're going to do everything that they can to say that they were able to go inside the state or come inside the state of Louisiana and get that player. This is not something that I'm – how do I want to say – this is not an opinion. This isn't something that I'm just thinking about. This is something that's coming from – the, the recruits camp and what the recruiter the recruit and the recruits parents are telling me. So with all with all of that being said, and multiple recruits, this isn't just in the 2022 class. This is in 2023 and even one in 2024. Brian Kelly and staff are now in a dogfight. Now Brian Kelly is about to see 
what is what it's like to recruit in the SEC against Nick Saban, Billy Napier, who who's had a good track record of recruiting, Corey Raymond. We all know uh, his track record in recruiting. What it's like to go up against Jimbo Fisher. What it's like to go up against other coaches, Lane Kiffin. He's going. To, he's about to see that. But let me say this: I say all that. It might freak some people out. So let me say this: LSU and Brian Kelly are going to be fine. They know. They understand it. It's not like they're sitting behind a desk twiddling their absolute thumbs. So when I get a phone call from from people and I start making other phone calls, seeing what's going on, trust me, LSU's doing everything that they can. And I think that they get some of these recruits. I'm not saying that any of these specific recruits aren't coming to LSU. What I, what I am saying is this. It's time now. Danny Lewis, the very talented three-star tight end, gets an offer from Alabama today. First and foremost, that kid's going to drop up 247's uh, uh, recruiting boards or recruiting rankings very quickly. Very, very, very quickly. Uh, in reference to Jermaine Burton, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you got a lot of receivers in here already, I don't know. But I think it is interesting if you did want him, uh, I think you could at least talk to him if Brian Kelly wants Cortez Hankton to to start, you know, barking up that tree, so to speak. But Brian Kelly's going to have some say so in that. Uh, Brandon Hollandsworth says you can't tell. Uh, you can tell when people don't really watch basketball or don't really know what they're watching. It's funny. Um, I don't think Brandon's talking about me, but. Brandon, if if we um if you are, I love you. Uh, Kenny says perhaps seven spots. LSU needs Jacoby Matthews. You better you better play it. You better look. You better get with it. Uh, Jason on Facebook says Dante Starks wants back in. Dante Starks committed to Southern uh, yesterday. Gerard Robbins says I'm loving a lot of Louisiana players coming back home. Yeah, and look, they're not going to they're not going to get out recruited. Let me just say that. But talking to people on staff today, I think that they are the message has been sent. The message has been sent. So Look, and, and I'll tell you this, they're going in, you know, well, I, I'll, I'll let that pass. I'll let that pass. Uh, Jermaine Green on YouTube says, ask Blake, I know you wasn't in the room when BK and Miles B had a talk about him coming back. Tell me how you think that the talk went. Um, hey, we need another scholarship quarterback. You have experience. You don't have anywhere to go. Um, not anywhere like LSU to go. Uh, Southern Miss is telling you that you're going to have to battle for a starting position because of your injury history. We need you. You need us. Let's get a couple of NIL stuff rolling, and let's go from there. Be a bridge for LSU right out into the sunset. Getting, you know, Do whatever you want to do in your life. Uh, Gerard Robbins also says, seven foot, he should be a beast in the paint, talking about Efton Reed. Uh, he's he's very much under surprised me. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, look, Efton Reed. There's no there's no doubt about it. He's got to come back next year. 
he's got to come back. I mean, there's not a there's not a, a chance in the world that that kid hits the NBA draft. Uh, Brand says when you're a very good outside shoot outside shooting team, really limits what you can do on offense. Teams pack the paint and dares to shoot. They just seem out of whack, though. You know, like again, to get some kind of ball movement rolling, get something. I mean, if they're packing the paint, then what are you doing in isolation situations and, and getting to getting trying to get to the rim? Just a thought. Uh, Blaine says, Blake, this team can't shoot. Team full of athletes, but they can't shoot. Well, I mean, look. Um, let's see. Uh, Eric Gaines had nine points, all of them, those three points that he had in the, it, it, the, the to get LSU back in the game in the second uh, second half, Tari Eason had 26 points, 10 rebounds, a double-double. Brandon Murray had 19. But you get absolutely nothing from Efton Reed. You get only five from Darius Days before he goes out. That really, really hurts you. You get one point from Sharif O'Neal. You get three from Justice Williams, who was another five-star guard who is kind of underperforming. Now, I know he reclassified. He's got, he's got a way to go. I'm going to give Justice Williams – a little bit of leeway and a little bit of slack on that. But my but Mwani Wilkinson, I get it he's out there for defense, but he has zero points and plays 32 minutes. Guys, Mohamed Wilkinson played 32 minutes with zero points. The The only reason you're in the game is because of Tari Eason and Brandon Murray. It's the only reason you're in that game. The only – there's no question about that. You got You got to find more points offensively. When you have sixty-seven points, and Tari Eason and Brandon Murray are combining for forty-five, that's not a mixture. That's not a good mixture. It's just not a good mixture. Uh, everybody, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. We greatly appreciate. It. Don't forget about the three hundred dollar gift card giveaway. Um, look, so we talked about Brian Kelly, and we talked about the recruiting battle that he's in. Um, I think he's going to be fine, but I just wanted to let it be known it's what I'm hearing. It's not what I'm hearing from LSU either. See, every everybody thinks that everything comes from LSU. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. So, if you have any inkling whatsoever or any sourcing around some of these high school recruits right now, um, I, I don't know what to tell you. LSU's in for a dog battle. They're in, They're in for a very tough battle. Take with it with with what you will. Uh, Ed says, hashtag asks Blake, Hankton had, uh, got a good center to Georgia last year. Could he come to Baton Rouge? Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but maybe. Um, there's some, you know, there's some whispers going around about moving um, some people and some people that they think that could play center. Let, let me say this. I do not believe currently um i know that mike my my good friend mike scarborough talked about if there's a center in the portal that that comes up go and get them i don't know if brad davis and brian kelly fully are going to do that uh i think that they have somebody targeted i think that not only do they have that person targeted i think that they know and have told him that he's going to be the starting center um let's see how this sourcing and how this plays out 
I would I would imagine in about a month, month and a half at most. Remember that I'm telling you this, that a very talented offensive lineman that you're not expecting to play center will be there. But I think that they have a plan. Uh, Brandon Hollywood says Reed's just got to get stronger and more decisive. He'll be fine. I'm not saying I'm not saying that he won't be fine. A seven footer with his skill set cannot have five rebounds, four points in twenty three minutes. He just he just can't, Brandon. And I agree with you. He'll be fine, but he just can't. Uh, he also says that uh, Brandon also says that Kelly ain't going after anyone with uh, without deep diving into their transcripts and their character. That much is obvious. Well, you better get moving. Um, you know there was some sourcing around Notre Dame. Uh, you know, we had O'Brien Driscoll from Notre Dame. Uh, he came on the show uh, and just talking to those guys at Notre Dame when it comes to recruiting. If you're not, he's going to look at. Not only, you know, Brandon talks about his tr- your transcript and your character. If you're not good in the class, like, I say good, but at least decent in the classroom, and if you're a shitty person, he's not going to bring you on. Just, you, can be, you can have all the talent in the world, but if, you, you, if you're a shitty person, he's not bringing you in. With that being said, however, um, I think he's going to be a little bit lax on some of that because of what he can get at LSU just, just a little bit. I hear that, you know, what Brian Driscoll was saying on this show oh so many weeks ago uh, about that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Cam on YouTube says, hashtag ask Blake, am I crazy as my friends make me think for saying we should take JT even if Miles gets mad? Um, look, I have said this, and this is my personal opinion. I don't know about JT Daniels because he does have a track uh, track record just like Miles of being injured. Um, I do think, however, that JT Daniels is more talented. People talk about, well, Miles, Brandon's arm strength. Miles, Brandon's arm strength, or anybody's arm strength for that matter, doesn't give a Rudy Poo. You know who else had a very, very big arm and was very, very good at throwing the ball really hard and really far? Just uh, Jordan Jefferson, how did that play out? It's like watching Brucey from the longest yard. Hit me right here, and the ball goes way over here. Not a disrespect to Jordan Jefferson. It's just the truth. You know it, and I know it. You know it, and I know it. Um, but my personal belief is, um, my personal belief is, um, they will go and do something. I see somebody in here called me Matt Moscona. Speaking of Matt Moscona, um, never mind. You know, I should do the Rafino's rant continues here because people are saying this inside the comments. But it was identified today, and people around the local media started talking about Ed Orsron's case being dropped, the Title IX lawsuit being dropped. I know that we talked about that a lot last night. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, very, but very quickly. Um, and I'm not even going to yell. Here's a rant for you, though. 
that every LSU fan needs to understand. When you start blaming head coaches and firing them for cause, that is Baylor, Penn State, Louisville, uh, uh, Ole Miss, um, who else? Got dinged with it. Uh, Urban Meyer laid at Florida. Had some things, very interesting things going on at Florida that they were taking a look out before he left. Do do many of you or any of you um, know what's going on with LSU's Title IX case? Now, look, it's not over. It's not over. No one's saying it's over. But the former head coach of LSU football, the Title IX lawsuit against him has been dropped. Not only was that dropped, but the RICO case that Sharon Lewis came about and, and, and filed in court has been dismissed. It got dismissed in court. And people, for everybody that's telling me for the Ed Orgeron case that, well, you know, and this is how they spin it too, right? They say, well, LSU and Louisiana has a lot of politics behind this. That's how Ed Orgeron got, got out from underneath this Title IX allegation. Ed Orgeron paid money to the victims. Per the plaintiff's attorney, no money has been transactionalized from Ed Orgeron to any of the uh, of the plaintiffs or any of uh, anybody that is claiming that these Title IX issues happened. And not only did has money not been transpired at this current moment, they're the ones who threw the case out against Ed Orgeron, not the federal judge. Guys, the plaintiffs dismissed. The attorneys for the victims dismissed Ed Orgeron and said that they had nothing, and that's why they dropped the case along with 13 other people or 12 other people. Checking my Facebook memories again today. We're talking about Title IX. We're talking about Gloria Scott. We're talking about how there's audio leaked of her saying that she spoke with Sharon Lewis and she wants a hundred grand. Now she didn't say that she wanted the hundred grand. It was somebody else that she got to tell Miriam Seeger that she wanted the hundred grand. Do all of everybody in here give me a thumbs up if you love LSU athletics, if you love LSU football, if you love everything that comes with LSU football? Give me the thumbs up right now. Because if you do, you have to follow this. And if LSU is found with cause for covering something like that up, guys, not only is it horrific for what's going on at LSU, Title IX allegations should and will be taken seriously. There's no question about it. There are victims every day that struggle with things like this. And the people that commit these heinous acts should be punched in the face repeatedly if they sexually harass or assault someone. But when you make baseless claims, very baseless claims, about a coach or about anybody, and you run out there as the media, it is your job to get the facts right. And if the the person who told you everything that was going on and all of these allegations, and it comes out in court that it was a lie, you should redact the story that you wrote about it and say that your source lied to you in reference to what's going on with the case, but they don't do that. They don't do that. I came into the show tonight already ticked off that we lost to Alabama. This part is just un. un unbelievable to me 
This country is founded on innocent until proven guilty. Innocent until proven guilty. It's not guilty until you prove your innocence. I stand by the Constitution of the United States. And that's not getting political. I stand by what's right. Covering up sexual assaults, doing ungodly acts, racism. You're racist? Get the hell out of this chat. Unsubscribe, unfollow. You're not welcome here. But, but, but. <laughs> so when you turn on your, you or you get on YouTube and when you listen to a podcast or you read an article or you do anything else, I implore you, I implore you to when a media member runs something out there, even though I, I demanded on Twitter today that they speak about it, and they did. If they get that wrong, you should call them out for that, especially when someone was proven was proven in the court of law when, brought, when a charge is brought against that person in a civil lawsuit and the victims and the plaintiffs dismiss that case. What did you expect? What... what as, as fans and people that watch and, and listen and learn and love LSU, what are you going to do about it to those people who go out there and report those baseless claims? Because it doesn't matter what I say. It has no bearings whatsoever. I could beat, I could beat that horse all day long until I'm blue in the face, and it does not give a dang until you – Everybody inside the Rudy Crew chat, all uh, Rudy Crew chat, all six hundred of you that are currently listening live, and everybody that will listen live on the audio podcast, it takes you to go out there and tell them something's wrong. You are the voice, not me. Let's move on. Pierce Lee says the the wildest stat I recently read is that Jordan Jefferson is still the only quarterback to beat Saban twice. Hmm. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, that's really wild. Mark says LSU's twenty five fouls to Alabama's ten. F and biased refs. Can't disagree with you there. I can't disagree with you there. Let's see. I got a lot of uh, 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 these. Uh, Fareed says, or Mr. Jackson, Fareed, Fareed, sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. DM me if I'm pronouncing it wrong. I'll just call you Mr. Jackson. But he says on YouTube, LSU is a toxic athletic department right now. I I don't completely disagree with that. Uh, Mark says again on YouTube, Eason and Murray stepped up. I agree with that. I agree with that. Gerald says absolutely to the fullest extent of the law, no exceptions. Rick says words have consequences. Cleaned it up. It's what you do about it, guys. It's I, There's nothing I can do to change it. 
there's nothing that I can do to change it. You have to be the ones that uses your voice to do that. Uh, YouTube, uh, Mark Spell on YouTube says, hashtag ask Blake, what's your confidence level on Travante Citizen, Matthews, and Danny Lewis? I'm going to answer that question right out, of, right out of this break. Let's do this. I got to talk about my good friend Carol Foss, though, uh, from State Farm. Guys, this this dude is changing AYS members and Rudy Crew members' uh, lives for the better. Guys, there's so many of you I know that's spending too much money in insurance. I already know it. Why don't you use my buddy, Carol? Just do it. Don't ask questions. <laughs> Get a quote from him at minimum. If, if he can't beat your insurance prices, then he'll tell you he can't. But I think that he'll be able to. Uh gonna just just do it just do it speaking of my good friend carol false you might know him uh and all of his great service he is your good neighbor after all but did you know that state farm agent carol false has surprisingly great rates along with great neighbor service state farm agent carol false has surprisingly great rates for everybody in the state of louisiana call him today at 985-395-4300 that's 985-395-4300 for your surprisingly great rates on auto home and life insurances like a good neighbor state farm is there and a good friend john Patton over at gmfs mortgage gmfs mortgage.com 225-614-1234 that's 225-614-1234 if you're buying a new home saving money on the mortgage you have now even doing that cash out refi the timing has never been better get in touch with them today purchase refinance build or renovate gmfs mortgage and john Patton. gmfs changing lives all right. Uh, Dick Jones says, oh, no, 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 no. I, who, somebody asked me a question. I said that I was going to answer that um, right out of it. Um, but Lennett said, hashtag ask Blake, do you actually expect the media to do, what, to do the right thing? Yes, I do. I expect every person, regardless of who you are, to do the right thing. It, it, it doesn't matter who, if you're in the media, if you're a fan, it doesn't matter. Everybody should do the right thing. You're If you're a normal human being, you should do the right thing. Uh, I, I'm trying to look for this comment. Somebody asked me about Trevante Citizen, uh, Jacoby, Steve, I mean, Jacoby Matthews. Um, God, and now I can't find it. I forget who asked, but whoever asked, they asked about my level of confidence on Travante Citizen, Jacoby Matthews, and Danny Lewis. Uh, I'll go with Danny Lewis first. I think Danny Lewis, my confidence level is in the 90s. I don't really care necessarily about the Alabama offer. Um, I think that we, at the current moment, we sit good there. Now, if Alabama starts turning up the heat, he starts going there, he starts distancing himself from LSU – We'll see, but Alabama, if I'm not mistaken, has two tight ends currently in this class. I could be mistaken there. I'd have to go back and look at that, but I think that they have multiple uh, tight ends in their recruiting class. Um, Trevante Citizen, I don't have a lot of faith in at the current moment. Um, I don't know, you know, if Trevante Citizen was going to be coming to LSU, why is LSU going and speaking to other uh, running backs across the state. There was a kid, the Paul kid from Texas that they went to go speak to. Um, why are you doing that if you have faith? Um, Mark Spell, there you go. Mark Spell was the one that asked it. Um, why are you going to talk to a running back and, and, and missing um, 
missing that. Now, I know, you know, and C. King says that Danny Lewis is visiting Alabama this weekend. Uh, I, I'm all right with that because he's going to be at LSU the following weekend. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. I, I, I have a lot of faith in Danny Lewis. Could be wrong there, but the current moment, I sit at 90%. Um, Jacoby Matthews is interesting to me. Um, I think that here's my personal thought. My personal thought, understand that words, is this. Um, I don't think it's a I don't think it's an A and M LSU race anymore. I think that it's a LSU Florida race. And maybe maybe A and M's in the mix in there somewhere, but I do believe that at, and let me say this. I hear that, you know, I, I've heard some things about LSU doing some things to get, you know, let's just see how that goes. I, I, I think that that one's more of a 50-50 split with LSU and another team than anything else. I don't know. Now, do I think Jacoby Matthews and his, wants to come to LSU? Maybe. Sure. Um, I'm going to go 50-50 there. Uh, Brandon Reese says Trey Holly tweeted out that he was re-offered today. Yeah. And, and look, running back isn't necessarily the biggest of needs in this class. I mean, if you, you know, it, it, I hate to say it like this, and, and Mike Scarborough, we talked about this on a Monday night show. If you are to miss Trevante Citizen or miss on a running back, you did get Noah Kane uh, into this class I, with Trey Holly and the kid from Liberty. Um, it, you can get two backs, really talented backs next year. Uh, that doesn't really bother me at all. I, I, I'm kind of okay. I, 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 it sounds so bad. I'm, I'm kind of okay with it. Uh, Curtis Lambert on Facebook says, hashtag ask Blake, any shot at Caleb Williams? What's interesting is now there's some people, uh, national recruiting people. Now, I have not been um, – I have not been covering the Jackson Dart quarterback, former USC quarterback um, uh, commitment, but there's somebody, one of the big recruiting services talked about today that they think he might be heading his way back and, and getting out of the portal and going back to USC or something like that. I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that at all. I think him and the Michael Trigg kid, the tight end, I think if, you know, if Lane Kiffin starts charming them a little bit more, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Neil says, ask Blake, it was about your confidence level of those three recruits. Yeah, I'd say 90% Danny Lewis. Uh, just to say never say never, 10% for Javante Citizen. Uh, I, I feel like if I were to make a pick, you know, you know what's funny is I come on the show and I say I think a recruit's going here, and they're like, how? People say, Blake, how dare you? But meanwhile, people go do crystal balls and – uh, 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 whatever they make their picks on their on their message boards and shit. How dare Blake come on his show that he built from the ground up and spent all that money and hasn't asked a LSU fan for uh, for money in a day in his life and and doing three hundred dollar gift card giveaways on YouTube. God damn him for coming out there and talking about uh, on his show that he built where he thinks a recruit's leaning. Rudy Poos. Dion Black says, do you think BK comes to LSU if the Title IX was going to seriously impact the program? No, I do not. No, I do not. 
No, I do not. Brandon Reese says, I like what BK and the staff has done in the portal so far. I do too. I do too. I think that they've done a really good job. I think getting uh, Tremont Shorts is a big deal. I think getting Miles Frazier is a big deal that nobody's talking about. You know, just because Miles Frazier committed first out of the portal doesn't mean anything. Guys, Ohio State wanted Miles Frazier. Bottom line. The bottom line is that a really good program in Ohio State wanted Miles Frazier. So did a whole bunch of other programs. Sam Pittman, the head coach at Arkansas, along with my good friend and offensive line coach at Arkansas, Cody Kennedy, made an offer, and if I'm not mistaken, was the first offer in the portal that Miles Frazier got. I'd have to recheck that. Don't don't quote me on that. Um, But if Sam Pittman is offering Miles Frazier, that means the kid can play. That means the kid can play. And all this crap that comes about, he still was a freshman All-American. That's the part that gets me that people just overlook. People just overlook it, and they don't have a regard for it. Reed Wilson says on YouTube, yep, I heard Texas A&M reports say they don't believe he is coming uh, but they have said they offered him a big NIL deal. Hmm. It, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? And I talk. I, I talked about the Title IX thing. You know. Um, you know what's funny is in the thing that I've been hearing for the last couple of weeks. Um, around LSU and, uh, you know, people around LSU about this NIL stuff. Did y'all know that Jordan Tolls had a pretty, I say massive, but a pretty lucrative NIL deal that he ran out with today? Did y'all know that? Just because, you know, guys like Gordon McKernan are behind the eight ball in NIL does not mean that LSU and doesn't mean that other people are not behind the ball in NIL around LSU. That doesn't, it doesn't mean that. But you didn't know that, though, did you? Mm. Uh, Terry Delahousse on Facebook says, I'm from New Iberia. Danny Lewis going to LSU, and his best friend is a five-star, Derek Williams. In next year's class, he will probably follow, talk to these kids in the barbershop every week. Shit. I like to hear that. Uh, Terry, let us all know what happens when he goes to Alabama this weekend. Uh, Jason says, hashtag ask Blake, can it be any more obvious that this is the lesser basketball team uh, without Xavier Pitson? Oh, hell yeah, it's obvious. Hell yeah, it's obvious. Absolutely. C. King says, I don't think Citizen ends up at LSU. I think Auburn wins out. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, Van Atkins says, do you have an update on John Emery's eligibility? Well, John Emery said he passed his classes. John Emery said he was eligible. Did he not? He tweeted, he tweeted it out on, or put it out on Twitter. Put something like that out on Twitter. Uh, that he passed all of his classes and got back right. So, there you go. There you go. He passes another set of classes this semester. He's good to go. Passes summer classes. He graduates. He's good to go. Guys, if you graduate on time, <laughs> you're you're academically eligible. If you're uh, working on getting your master's, which he could possibly be close to doing, you're going to be academically eligible. 
Tyler on Facebook says, any chance Jermaine Burton comes to LSU since we took a wide receiver coach from Georgia? Uh, we answered that question earlier. I, I don't know. I, I made a silly little post on Twitter today saying, uh-oh. Uh, Brandon Hodges says, targets have to be corner, O-line, tight end, and linebacker. Uh, Brandon, I'm going to push back on two of those. I'm going to push back on O-line. I'm going to push back on linebacker. Um, he, here's where I push back. Not that you don't go and get a very talented uh, linebacker or offensive lineman if they hit the portal. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is, is if we're saying that LSU needs to fill more of their spots with more offensive linemen or more linebackers, I th- I don't – you're going to have to explain to me, is it a depth issue or is it a, a experience or, 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 or athleticism issue? Um, the reason I say that LSU has 16 offensive scholarship linemen. That's three deep at every position. Three deep. Linebacker, you could do a little bit some of the same. Greg Penn, Micah Baskerfield, uh, Antoine Sampa, uh, Mike Jones, who Mike Jones, Jarrett Small returns, Wes Weeks is uh, just came in the portal. Guy that's 215 pounds as you get to 220. Uh, do you go after a middle linebacker? I, the only thing that, Brandon, I'm going to push back on or, 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 or say that I might be I, – I would accept here would be if you got a very good middle linebacker that you can go and get. Now, there is – there I agree with you. Um, in, in reference to depth, no. Now, Monday I said that I was really worried about the D-line and their depth because – now, I agree with Brandon on tight end and corner. There's no question about it. He's 1,000% right. Absolutely. Um, I was worried Monday about LSU's depth on the defensive line. But let's run through it. Now, I can make the argument, and I think that I can make a very strong argument as to LSU's potentially got the best defensive line returning in the country when you got B.J. Ojolari, uh, Jacoby and Guillory, Jaqueline Roy, Mason Smith, Joe Evans, Ali Gay, uh, Savion Jones, who showed flashes, Desmond Little, for crying out loud, had a couple of sacks. Um, I think that they have some depth. I do worry a little bit about the interior. Here's why. Unless Joseph Evans can turn some things around, yeah, we'll see. Now, Bryce Langston's another guy that you can throw into the interior as well. Um, it's a tough spot for to ask for a kid that's never played. Uh, a true a true red-shirted freshman, and I say, well, usually you say just true freshman, but a guy that's never played. Um, do, does another person on the D-line transfer? God forbid, please, God, don't be in the interior. Um, Quincy Wiggins comes in. I, I You know, I, you guys know how I feel about first-year players and, and all that kind of stuff. So I think that they got a lot better. I think that this Ali Gay news, now we haven't talked about this, is that if you missed it, uh, Ali Gay has is going to be returning to this LSU team. Now I now I do see some lag. Um, so I think that that that's bigger with with him uh coming back. Uh, and you got Makai Wingo, that's going to be in there too. So you do add depth there. But 
until Makai Wingo and Ali Gay returned along with Joseph Evans, you did not have that depth there. Now I think that they're fine, especially when you're going um, going to a three-man front. But, again, again, that is what Monday. It was before we talked about – no, it wasn't Monday. It was Saturday. I'm sorry. It was before Makai Wingo committed. It was before Ali Gay was set to return, so on and so forth. You get my point. I think that they would be fine. Just giving an update on that. Uh, Ant says, don't forget about Wingo. Of course. Of course. Brandon says, Roy, Guillory, Langston, Wingo. They will be fine there. Uh, you're forgetting Mason Smith, and I and I understand, you know, one, two, three, that's your starters. So, again, you're talking about Bryce Langston as your only take Mason Smith out of it. But even if you did add him into that, you only have two interior depth offensive linemen. Now, you got to add jo- jo- uh, Joe Evans. Again, I think that they're fine there. Saturday, I do not. I did not believe that they were at the current moment. But like we said, like I said, I think that they'd be fine. They'd get there eventually. We'll see. Well, not we'll see. They are there. Just again, an update. I'm not saying. Um, was not saying that they wouldn't. And Brent says, I think he'd play outside. Well, he's going to play that five technique defensive end. I mean, yeah, you could technically say outside, but an outside in this defense is going to be. B.J. Ojolari standing up, right? He's going to have his hand in the dirt as a five technique. Think Rashard Lawrence. Uh, Carl Alexander says, Blake, when's it all said and done, B.K. will roll into summer workouts and fall camp with a veteran-led uh, defense. They will compete. Now, you bring up an interesting point here. Now, they do need to add some corner depth. They do need to add more corners. Do you bring Jay Ward over there? We've talked about this religiously we've talked about this ad nauseum I do worry about this DB room I do think in the front seven they can be lethal with a good with a good defensive scheme they could be very lethal there's no there's no questions about that none whatsoever so what do you do with Sage Ryan do you put him in the slot what do you do with 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 uh Fouché what do you do with uh, Garner? Do you move Jay Ward back there? You know, does Rajar Jones stay around? Uh, what do you do with the McGeehee kid, Demarius McGeehee? So we'll see. We'll see. But I don't, I, I don't really like the corner room right now. I just don't. I just don't. Brandon Reese says Matt House will be will probably mix up the mix it up on defense. He has to. He has to. C King says Tyge Hill's also another guy that's in there. That's a, that's true. That's true. Drop my tack. That's true. Uh, and Marshall says, or asks, um, says, do you expect Derek Davis to stay around? I really don't know. I really don't know. Uh, and let me say this, Penn, uh, a lot of Penn State people are asking me that too. Normally when that starts happening, from where a kid's from, they're hearing something. I don't talk, let me tell you this, I don't talk to people that cover Penn State ever. Ever. Um have talked to four of them in the last week. Oh, and by the way, it's all about Derek Davis. 
And by the way, they all lied to my ass. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I was just asking. I was just asking. No, you weren't. Buck Buck on Facebook says, you think Walker Howard is the uh, is the GOAT for us like I think? I'm not going to ever say anybody is a GOAT until somebody takes down what Joe Burrow um, what Joe Burrow uh, did. Yeah, Brandon said that's what I meant. Yeah, I got I got you, my brother. Um, until somebody dethrones Joe Burrow, I ain't I ain't calling nobody no goat. Y'all can y'all can take that to the bank. Uh, y'all can read that from Robert. That's a that's a longer post. Let me scroll back up here and let's get some uh, some more of these comments. Um. Chris says, I'm sure Saban was crying to them like he's been crying to uh, Manchin to change his vote. So wild that he's getting involved in politics, but Saban's been involved in politics. Saban's been on PSA announcements um, in in West Virginia for years, doing campaign ads for friends for years. Nobody talks about that. When you win it, it doesn't matter, does it? Jason says, hashtag ask Blake, hey, dude, what's better next year on our football team, offense or defense? I'm going to go defense right now currently um, just because I have no idea who's going who's gonna to start a quarterback. No idea. Y'all can run out there and, and, and pencil in Miles Brennan all you want. And there's, no, there's no way in, in hell I'm penciling in anybody. Then, then everything that you said, that you've said and I've said and everybody said about Garrett Nussmeyer – uh, it, it is a wash. It's a wash. Um, if Garrett Nussmeyer is talented enough and beats out Miles Brennan, I mean, where's Miles Brennan gonna go? Is he gonna quit? If Miles Brennan doesn't start, is he gonna quit? What's he gonna do? So you start Garrett Nussmeyer over Miles Brennan. So what? What's he gonna transfer? Transfer where? What's he gonna do? All those positions are going to be field. What's he going to do? Yeah, go to the little school. That's fine. I don't care. Same same with Gary Nussmeyer. If he doesn't start and he transfers, so what? You got to go get another one. I don't care what anybody tells me. You got to go get another quarterback. I'm going to say that shit until I'm blue in the face. I I have no remorse for that whatsoever. Whatsoever, I have no remorse for it. So... Defense. Until we find out who the quarterback is. And, guys, we got a long way to go. We got a long way to go. Uh, Jack Davis says, ain't nobody dethroning Joe Joe the Goat Burrow. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. Uh, Dick Jones says, Miles Brennan should go to line up. Talking about southeastern Louisiana, maybe. Maybe. They got an Alabama running back today from the portal. Reed Wilson says, where is he going to go? Right, Blake, valid points. Where is he going to go? Duck hunting? I mean, where's Garrett Musselmeyer going to go? To the Cowboys? I mean, I, I got guys, I got to tell you something. I, I, I'm a little tired of hearing about these quarterbacks and their issues. Let me tell you something. We'll end the show here and we'll get to a couple more of these comments. But I got I, I to gotta be dead-ass honest. I'm a little tired of talking about quarterbacks and their issues. Aren't you? 
Something's going on with this quarterback. He tripped over his flip-flop. He did this. He did that. Garrett Nussmeyer's daddy said he can't play. Uh, 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 everybody, you know, everybody's trashing Max Johnson. Max Johnson sucks. He sits in the pocket too long. He, he, he looks like, you know, he's a lefty. He's got a noodle arm. He does this. He does that. Y'all, y'all bashed the shit out of Max Johnson and didn't say a damn word about Garrett Nussmeyer. And you sure as hell hadn't said a bad word about Miles Brennan. But you're going to run out there and you're going to talk shit about Max Johnson, which I get that. Look, you he's he going to have to take some of that t- that shit talking uh, for transferring to Texas A&M. He, look, he went to, a, he went to a, a, an SEC West opponent. Sounds good. Don't let, the, don't let Mason Smith get in front of you. Don't hold the ball as long as you did at LSU when Mason Smith's barreling down your face. So I, I don't I, – I legitimately, legitimately – I'm tired of hearing about the small little issues um, about Miles uh, about quarterbacks, not Miles, just Miles Brennan, all of them. The only exception right now to me is Walker Howard. If this were the offensive line, y'all would be screaming at the top of your lungs. If this were the cornerback room, if this were the safety room, if this were the linebacker room, if this were the running back room, you all would be throwing a hissy fit, myself included. I'll put myself in there. We'd all be moaning and groaning and complaining all the live long day. But God forbid it go to a quarterback. God forbid. Guys, that room is just as dysfunctional as any other one. Just as dysfunctional. Reed Wilson says, right, tell it, Rafino. Where is Nuss going to the Cowboys? I I, I mean, guys, where is he? Where, where's, at some point, we... I'm asking every LSU fan this, and then we're gonna call we're gonna we're gonna call it a night here in a minute. When do we when when is the when is the point when we start talking about this LSU quarterback room being an issue? Two, two starting quarterbacks in the SEC. Actually, technically, there's three either former L, former. Starting quarterbacks at LSU or the starting quarterback at LSU in the SEC. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about that? TJ Finley at Auburn, whoever in the hell is going to start for LSU, and Max Johnson. Don't give me Hayes King starting over Max Johnson when Hayes King can't beat Colorado and is going below 50% against Colorado, one of the worst defenses in college football's history. Don't give me that. Don't do it. Don't do it. And Marshall talks about Ishmael's option. Heck no, we're not offering him. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, Neil says, ask Blake, that's your typical LSU fan bashing L- bashing pl- LSU bash or bashing players. I'm not bashing players. I'm being realistic. I mean, do do you ever do we ever do we ever talk about? Do you guys ever sit in the mirror or sitting in the car and you talk this shit out loud, like I do sometimes? I'm a weirdo. I get it. 
I, I love LSU football. We've built this from the ground up. I talk this shit all day long and would talk this shit all day long. But do you sit in your car and just talk about what's going on at the LSU quarterback position? All right. All right. Uh, J Miles fifty six has spoken like a true lineman. <laughs> mm. God bless it. Yep, it's all me. All right, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Y'all have a good night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save